Hi, this is Mackenzie. This is Cade. And this is the Bell Spouse Street. Yeah, it is. <laughs> so as you can tell, Cade is on with me today for this episode. Uh, so this week on Tuesday is our one year anniversary. Woo! <laughs> yeah. So um, I tried to convince Cade to come on and record an episode with me. And we're going to talk about a bunch of different things. But to first start out, how was your week? It was fine. It's fine. It's fine. Anything exciting happen? We got a couple days off, so that was nice. nice. Yeah. A lot yeah. of Xbox time. Yeah, it's been great. <laughs> yeah. I had a funny experience happen to me this week. So I was grocery shopping and I had to go to the Dollar Tree to grab something really quickly. And long story short, this mom was in there grabbing balloons and she was talking a lot about her son's deployment and just kind of sharing some things that kind of fall under OPSEC. And so... She was loading the balloons in her car, and so I drove up, and I was just like, hey, I just don't want your son to get in trouble or you to get in trouble for, I mean, because she told the whole entire Dollar Tree store that her son was coming home from Iraq and when his homecoming was and all this kind of stuff, and so I was like, I just don't want him to get in trouble because that's the worst. I mean, to come home from a deployment and then get in trouble with your command because somebody posted something or for your deployment to get changed. You know, like, and then you don't want to be the guy that ruined it. Um, a bunch of deployments have come home recently and have had to get changed because people posted stuff. Interesting. So I just wanted to say that to her and I was like, hey, and I tried to say it as nice as I can and I preface it with like, hey, I'm not trying to be mean. I just really don't want you or your son to get in trouble. And then she proceeded to tell me that her husband <laughs> was the CEO of that unit. And so it was fine. She could do what she wanted. Right. And I was like, oh, okay. And then she told me that... He actually was already home. And I was like, interesting, because five minutes ago, you just told the whole story that he was coming home. Lying about something. <laughs> and so I was like, all right, well, have a great day. Um, and then I came home and told Cade, and what was your thoughts? Uh, like, that's not really a thing. Like, I mean, as a, like, you never see a father-son duo in the same chain of command. Could you have like, a friend whose dad is a colonel? I do, yes. He is... Oh, I think it's 5th Marines. He is the colonel over there. And his son is... I worked with him in the armory. And they are obviously in separate MOSs, but I don't really know how, like, the officer thing works. But, yeah, they're in completely different regiments. Because if not, there's no way you can be... Yeah, there's non-biased towards Yeah, there's favorites. I mean, that high level, I don't know like what you could do for your son if you're a colonel and he's a But Lance you guys like corporal. had that thing go wrong and you guys got new equipment quicker than you probably would have. Oh, yeah. I mean, I guess that's true. But, you know. So Yeah, obviously there would be some sort of favoritism there. Yeah, and just, you know, things like that. So, I was like some there's and then she changed her story about that, which is fine, whatever. I just had never had a wife pull rank on me like that. Well, like my husband's a CEO, so I can do what I want. And I was like I don't think that's true. Uh, well, her husband is the one enforcing OPSEC, making sure people don't say those things. I think she was lying about something. Something. But it was an interesting experience. You know, you hear about people like that and I finally met my first one. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. And then we had a really fun event last night. It was called Molly Pitcher. Mm -hmm. And that is a woman in the artillery um, like area, field, command, I don't know. She's a really famous woman and so they do like a wives event. And so I went to that and I got to meet a lot of fun people. And it was actually really, really fun. And 
So, and then we have my family coming in this week, which will be fun. What was Molly Pitcher again? She was a woman that brought pitchers of water. Her real name's not Pitcher. It's like a different name. Right. They called her. But she brought pitchers of water to guys in the battlefield needing to... Do they explain what, like, era of wartime is? Yeah, I just don't really remember. (laughs) And then she, like, manned a gun for the... She was, like, the second person besides some lady during George Washington that, like, manned an actual gun during a battle. Interesting. I have the paper in the car. You can read it. Okay. (laughs) Take a look. So, but it was really fun. And then you got, like, certain women were awarded. um, It's for, like, volunteer and service. The Molly Pitcher Award. Oh, okay. So, like, Mendez's wife had won it a couple years ago. Mendez's wife? Medina's wife. Sorry. Mm. M's, M's, you know. Right, right. (laughs) So, but no, it was really fun. And this episode is about kind of some things we've learned in our one year of marriage. And then something that we talk a lot about, which is love languages, because we feel like that is something that getting to understand your significant others love languages and having them understand yours has given us some success. Right. So without further ado, we are going to start that. Okay, so starting with love languages, let's tackle the first, like, let's tackle what love languages are and what they, mm-hmm. what groups they are. So, the first one is gifts, which is one of yours. No, it's not one mm, of yours. It's like third, probably. Okay. And then acts of service, which is pretty high on both of ours. Yeah. Then you have words of affirmation. That's your top one. Yep. Quality time. Second top one, I think. Maybe. No? No, because I feel like acts of service is my second top one. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you're probably right. I, I don't know. I feel like... Hold on. We'll come back to quality time in just a second. And then physical touch is the last one, which mm-hmm. is your big one. Yes. Back with quality time really quickly. I think that we value quality time, but I think because we did long distance for so long, we didn't really get time together. Right. So I think that other love languages were higher and more important because those were things that were more attainable. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's my opinion. Yeah. So let's start. So your ones are physical touch and acts of service, mm-hmm. and mine are words of affirmation and acts of service. Mm-hmm. So start out by saying, for somebody with physical touch, what are things you do do, and what are things you don't do? For you or for like, what do for you, you? like how that's not like your number one of how you like to be loved. Yeah. So what is something you do when it comes to physical touch? And what's something that you're like, if somebody's top love language is physical touch, these are things you should not be doing. Um, not be doing, uh, I guess for me, is when you put your finger in my butt. <laughs> or touch my butt a lot. I don't like that. It's not my favorite thing. So, that's probably my yeah. <laughs> one not to go to thing. And then I guess things that I do like, like it doesn't always have to be intimate, but like when we're always like poking at each other. Or yeah. Like, just like random hugs or like tickling or like, mm-hmm. you know it doesn't always have to be like intimate it can be anything as long as you're just like messing with the other person yeah you know? we do a lot of like we do a lot of like yeah just joking around teasing because like brings on more laughter yeah know? and then that's always fun okay and then for acts of service what are things to do and not do um i mean it's kind of hard to mess that one up i feel like the only thing that i wouldn't like is if like you put 
like if you're like cleaning up something for me mm-hmm. and like you touched something and now I don't know where to find it, <laughs> that'd probably yeah. be the only thing. But besides that, I feel like access service is kind of easy to do. Yeah. Like anything kind of goes with that one. Definitely. I think, what would you say is your like favorite act of service though? Cooking. Cooking. Yeah, definitely. When you cook for me, because I don't really know how to. <laughs> And then what would you say is an act of service that I don't do that you wish I did? That you don't? I mean, you pretty much do everything. So. <laughs> um, What's an act of service I could get better at? Uh, I don't know. Uh, Probably making sure that our bedroom floor is better clean. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's just like more like an individual thing, though. Yeah. Just like picking up clothes. Yeah. Your clothes. (laughs) My thing is like, and I'm sure the listeners can like relate to this, but you'll like maybe wear something like a jacket for like an hour or something, but that's Mm -hmm. not dirty. You know what you do? What? You put it back on the hanger. (laughs) You fold it back up and put it away. No, just toss it on the floor. (laughs) You know what I do? Like when I pick up clean laundry, remember when I put it on the floor in there? Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, I got absolutely torn to shreds because I put the clean laundry on the floor in there. But if you put your clean laundry on the floor, it's okay. It's okay for me to trip on. But you don't really walk on my side of the room. When I have to make the bed, I do. But yeah, we don't really make the bed. For the weekends. I guess that's true. Okay, so for my, my top one is words of affirmation. And so for me, it's really big about just saying like, I love you and I miss you or you look pretty or thank you or just anything that can show me how grateful you are and how much you appreciate me. Mm-hmm. That's my big one, which Kate has gotten really good at. And what can I say? That's my big thing of just because I like that reassurance. I think that's my big thing is like you can reassure me through those words of affirmation. Yeah, and sometimes I struggle with that because it's just like my point of view, like we're married, you know. And I don't <laughs> need the reassurance because <laughs> the ring is my assurance. So Yeah, but, and that's what I have to remind him. Yeah. Okay. That we can't get comfortable. Right, right. Complacency. Yeah. Can't have it. Continue to put forth effort. <laughs> yes. Yes, yes. Okay, and then my other one is acts of service. I really like when Cade will jump in and do the dishes or vacuum or like Saturday we had a lot going on and he folded all the laundry and helped me meal prep and all that kind of stuff. So I really like when, and I think the thing I like about acts of service and it's really big for me is not having to ask, like Mm -hmm. it just being done and like taking the initiative, which I think is something that we've talked a lot about because I think in the military, you guys are so used to someone telling you what to do. Yeah. That it can kind of be hard to, like, do something on your own. Yeah, for sure. And then sometimes it's, like, you, like, go to the max when you're at work. You're, like, trying to make everything perfect sometimes. And then, like, you finally get home and you're just, like, it's okay if it's not that perfect. (laughs) (laughs) And then I think from the spouse's perspective, we're, like, if you give it your all at work, why can't you give it your all at home? But it makes sense if you're kind of wanting that break or that relaxation that you're like like I don't always want to have to hold everything up to the Marine Corps standard like yeah sometimes it's okay if it's just my standard you know <laughs> it's nice to have a little bit of control every once in a while yeah which is something we're getting used to like kind of finding that happy medium yeah and then things for me that I don't like when it comes to acts of service if it's like 
oh, I did this, but I didn't really want to, so I didn't really try. And I'm not saying that you do that. I'm just saying, like, in general, where it's like, yeah. oh, I didn't want to, but I had to, or, you know, things like that. I like when it's like, you mean to and you want to serve type thing. Mm-hmm. And then gifts. I think we, like, do gifts for, like, act, like big things, like birthdays and, like, anniversaries, but we're not, like, huge on gifts. No, I feel like if we just kind of want something, we'll just get it. Yeah, I think that's, and that's like kind of how I was raised too. Not good with surprises either. Neither of us are. Yeah, so we don't really do surprises. Um, But, and like, we do gifts for things, but I also think it's really fun to do like, and I feel like you're a little bit more of a gifts person where I'm much more a little bit like, I was kind of raised on like activities or outings. Yeah. You know, it's like, I was like, oh, should we go stay at a hotel for the weekend of your birthday? And he was like... No, no. <laughs> he's like, please just give me what the gift. What are we gifts. gonna do in a hotel? That like, we can't do at home. Yeah, he was like, and but for me, it's like going to a hotel and like getting to experience like a new area and like a new place, you know. So that's kind of like the differences of us. And then with quality time, I feel like now we're obviously living together, so we get to spend more quality time together. And it's kind of just about like, yeah, putting your phone down or going and doing an activity, mm-hmm. interacting. I feel like when we're together, we, like, all we do is just, like, make jokes and laugh and, like, do silly, stupid things. Yeah. (laughs) Which is one of my favorite things. Okay, so, going into kind of the advice. We've been married for a year on Tuesday, so by the time listeners are hearing this, we'll be married for a year. Mm -hmm. What do you feel like is your biggest advice from being married for a year that you'd want to share? Um, I guess advice, like, if your spouse is telling you... To do something one time and then she tells you again and then like the third time it's like okay <laughs> it's time to get this done <laughs> listen the third time because I'm not always like if she doesn't like really get it through my head the first couple of times <laughs> she will make a point to do it later on so following through with um that third time I think really makes a difference yeah or following through the first time <laughs> sometimes I struggle with which and I think that's something that we've learned about like Cade's very different like when I say like hey can you go do this in my mind it's like do that now and right. Cade's mind is like do that when it's so, convenient like for him priority <laughs> so that's his new thing is he'll go when do you want it done by <laughs> and that kind of helps us and I think that's something we've learned is we, like, expect it done at different times, so it's communicating when it wants done. So, like, if I just need it done by the end of the day or the end of the week, so I'll tell him that, like, hey, I just need the laundry put away by the end of the week or when you're not busy with work. Mm-hmm. Or if I need something, like, trash has to be taken out on a certain day because trash comes on a certain day. So I think that's, like, a tip that we've learned getting used to married life is, like, communicating your expectations of the time frame. Yeah. Because... Most of the time, men and women have different time frames. <laughs> yes, they do. Or even just, like, personalities have different time frames. Yeah. And we're different personalities. Yes. I'm more on the lazier side. So. <laughs> I wouldn't say lazy. I would say more lax. Yeah. Yeah, that's probably... And you're, like, t- you're type B, right? Type B, you're, like... Don't make me sound beta. No, but, like, I'm type A. <laughs> like, I'm high energy. I'm, like go-getter, super organized, outgoing, that type of thing, and you're more like, go with the flow, cool, calm, and collected, Mm, you know? I wouldn't say that you're lazy, I would just say that you have a stressful job, so when you come home, you just want to relax. Yeah, I guess so. But. Sorry. Oh, that's my watch, sorry guys. Um, My biggest advice, I think, would be, and we, I feel like, do a really good job at this, and, but we 
I would say we've learned to do a good job at this is we don't let like arguments or fights prolong. You know, mm-hmm. we, we do a really good job at, like, having the conversation, discussing it, coming up with a solution, and then, like, moving on. Right. I don't like being mad for, like, an extended period of time. Mm-hmm. So, I feel like the longest I've ever been, like, mad about something is, like, maybe two hours. And that's if I, like, go on a walk about it. Yeah. So, I think that was my biggest advice. Because I think in the military, you learn that, like, time is precious. Like, you you know, you have deployments and you don't know how long they're going to be home for or you don't know how long they're going to be working for. And I think the military shows you that you should use your time to the best of your abilities. Mm-hmm. And so, for me, I think when you are upset, because that's normal, that's life. You're not going to, like, always be happy with your significant other or Absolutely. what they're doing. Yeah. And so, I think when you do come across a fight or something they did that upset you, to just talk about it and be like, okay, this is what happened. This is what's frustrating me. Squash it. Let's squash it and then let's move on. Mm-hmm. And normally we like go and like, I don't know, we'll like crack joke about something or do something to like lighten the mood. But that would be my biggest advice is to not like let it prolong. Mm-hmm. Some people say like never go to bed angry, but sometimes I think that's even like too long if you like got in a fight in the morning type thing. Yeah. So I would just say to like try and squash it. And really kind of put it on, like, a scale. Like, how much does this matter to you? Is this just upsetting you, like, in the moment? Or is this, like, a big deal that needs to be, like, have a discussion? And should we talk about or should you really stay long? And that kind of helps me, like, when you do something that frustrates me. Like, forget to put the trash out. I'm like, okay, is it really that big of a deal or should I just go put the trash out? <laughs> yeah, and I'd say, like, also knowing the other person's cool-down period. Yeah. Because, like, for me, it only takes, like, a half hour. Yeah. Like, in the heat of the moment, I'm in there. Yeah. <laughs> But after, like, a half hour, I'm like, okay, I should probably apologize. Yeah. And then I usually do. Yeah. And mine, I think my... I want to, like, apologize, but I need to cool down after. Yeah. Like, I need need that time to, like... Because he'll be like, so you're not mad anymore. And I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, well, we're good. We had a conversation. I'm like, yeah, but, like, I need to, like, cool down and, like, have my alone time and then kind of come back. I feel like we both have pretty long, but mine is you need time to cool down to apologize, and I need time to cool down after I apologize. Yeah. And I think that's the, the difference. Yeah. And we like kind of like to hash it out. We don't like to have too much alone time in the heat of the argument. That's true. Yeah. We just. Actually, I don't like it like when the other person's away from you and they're angry. It's like, yeah. It's not good. So we just. We, well, like, we'll sit there in silence. Yeah, we will, for sure. <laughs> We'll watch TV or something and just not say a word. It's kind of awkward. Lay in bed and start sailing. Yeah. Somebody says something. So that's my favorite. Or you just do like the big sigh until <laughs> the kid's like, what's on your mind? <laughs> um, but yeah, I think that's like, because sometimes you just need to like collect your thoughts. I have learned that walking away from Cade when he's upset is not the best answer. That we just need to stay in the same room until we hash it out. Well, yeah, because he always give me, like, whenever I turn my back, yeah. <laughs> you know, getting on me, so. Yeah. So, and then don't ever roll to the other side of the bed until your conversation's done. Oh, yeah, because <laughs> if I roll over and I start snoring, it's going to be, you're going to have to pay in the morning. <laughs> I remember we were talking, I don't even know what we were talking about, but he rolled over and he started falling asleep. And he snored, and I thought he woke up or, like, said something, so then I started talking to him. (laughs) And, like, in my mind, he was still awake, and he wasn't, and so I woke him up, and so then he got... even more bad. (laughs) And I was like, why are you so bad? He's like, you woke me up, and I was like, I thought you were talking to me. (laughs) 
So we weren't even, like, then we weren't even arguing about whatever we were arguing. I can't even remember. We were just arguing about the fact that I woke you up. <laughs> yeah. Wasn't happy about that. Oh, that was so funny. Okay, so looking back of the last year, what do you feel like has been one of the best memories? Oh, the past year? Or, I guess, in our relationship. What are some of your favorite memories in our relationship? And then what are your some of your favorite memories in the past year? Have we ever, like, been on a vacation? Um... We did, like, Emerald Isle, which I guess technically wasn't, like, a vacation. That doesn't count. We did San Diego when we got engaged. That doesn't count. If it's local. Okay. I guess, I guess where it's Carlton, where we got married. I guess Yeah. That was, like, kind of a vacation. That was, like, the only... But we packed up for your deployment for half of it, so it wasn't even... Yeah, but the night was fun. Yeah, the night was fun. We had a really, really nice room. Yeah. Sat by the fire. S'mores. S'mores. They, uh, we got married and they, by the time we got back to our hotel room from like pictures and stuff, they had like room service was done. And so I had packed s'mores because our fireplace had a, our room had a fireplace and so we made s'mores. But other than that. Yeah, I guess we just didn't have dinner that night. Did we, we didn't. We had s'mores. <laughs> it was like and then we 40 woke bucks up. for a meal. Well, they were closed still. We couldn't even yeah. order. And then we woke up in the morning and made s'mores again. And I think we got Chipotle once we left the hotel. Yeah, we did. Because so we looked at the breakfast burritos and they were like... They were like $20 for a breakfast burrito. And I was like, yeah, that was, breakfast didn't look good. It was more than that. What? The burritos. It was more than 20 bucks. I think it was like 38 Oh my gosh. Oh well, yeah. We were very cheap for that. After spending almost $1,000 for one night. <laughs> I remember your reaction when I told you how much the room was going to be. <laughs> for one night? <laughs> like, it's where we're getting married. <laughs> yeah. But it was fun. Yeah. I would say my favorite memories are, like, the stupid, like, laughing fits we get into. Or, like, the stupid things we just do at home. Like, we'll just, like, make funny faces or do, like, funny dance moves and stuff like that. Or tell funny stories and we'll just get in these, like, laughing fits. One of my favorites was when we were, like, ripping each other in the bathroom that one day. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> it was just so funny. And we just kind of like get on these rolls where we just like, we'll just like riff each other and then like we'll just, and like we'll say something and I'll be like, <gasps> and like I can't believe that you'll like say it. And then like it was just be really funny and then we'll just start laughing and I'll spit all over the mirror when you're brushing your teeth. I don't spit all over the mirror. I wash my face. No, when you like laugh and you're brushing your teeth. Oh, yeah. What was it the other day? You made me laugh when I was mouthwashing the mouthwash on my nose. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And then he just ran into the bedroom and there was like mouthwash everywhere all over the counter and then like up in my nose, which like minty mouthwash in your nose is like not ideal. (laughs) No mask breath. Yeah, no mask breath. That's one of my... Bad things. I get bad math breath. And Kate yes, loves you it. Do. <laughs> Very bad. I feel like everybody gets it bad. I've just had to be around you in like close proximity. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like on an airplane. <laughs> okay, so what else do you feel like as being in the military would be your advice for newlywed couples? Um Like, what's something to be aware of? The hours that we work. Mm-hmm. I would say that's pretty important. Yeah. Um, just, like, knowing... Like, kind of knowing what to expect with our schedule. It's just not consistent. Yeah. So, you have to be patient with that. That's a good point. How do you feel, like... What do you feel like when you come home from a long day? What would be your ideal situation coming home to? 
shower, food, Xbox, um, <laughs> slash, like, TV time with you. Yeah. So, as, like, so for advice for, like, spouses, is there things that, like, when you come in the door that you're like, oh, that, like, is not what I wanted to hear or see or do? And granted, like, we can't control everything, but are there things where it's like, I need to, like, shower and have alone time first, or... No, I mean, I don't really require, like, alone time after a long day. Like, mm-hmm. that's not something that I need. Um, I would say just not, like, adding on to the long day. Yeah. Like, me coming in and be like, okay, you need to sweep. Uh, <laughs> you need to do all the laundry. You need to fold the laundry. You need to put the laundry away. You need to clean the bathroom. Yeah. That's not something I want to do after, like, a long day at work. So, what would your advice be for couples that both work? How do you feel like is the best to, like, divvy up those things when they're both coming home from a long day of work? Instead of, like, someone either being a stay-at-home mom or, like, just working at home or, like, maybe not working at all. Um, save it for the weekend. That's a good idea. <laughs> if you have, you're both working a long week or long days, just save it for when you both have free time. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, to me, those tasks aren't, like... I need to get this done right now. Like yeah. It can wait. Well, when I'm gone traveling, don't you do like a task a night? Yeah. I usually try and get it done one night. So I have the rest of the time to myself. So I don't have to do anything. Okay. See, I'm, a, I'm like a one chore a day person. Like no, I, I try to knock it all out at one time. I do so laundry on Mondays, mop on Tuesdays, bathroom on Wednesdays, vacuum on Thursdays. So for me, that helps. So if you're listening, you can try mine or Kate's idea and tell us which one works better. But for me, I don't like to clean all day. Like, when I had the baby shower, I cleaned literally from, like, 6 a.m. to noon. Because mm-hmm. I left everything for Saturday, and I was like, I don't like this. I yeah. like having it one thing at a time, because it takes me maybe 30 minutes each time. Right. So, that would be my advice. And then, coming back to love languages, I feel like the biggest thing that I've learned being dating Cade, being engaged to Cade, and marrying Cade, is that... As you can tell, our, like, main love language is different. And sometimes I think that you don't realize that you're loving them not the way they want to be loved or that the way you love isn't the way that they love. And so one of the ways we have found success is, like, early on establishing what our love languages were mm-hmm. because they were different. So Cade doesn't need that reassurance Like I do, you know, where like Cade needs more of the physical touch than I do. And so I think sometimes you think like, oh, I'll reassure Cade and I'll call him hot and I'll tell, you know, all those kinds of things, which I'm sure you like appreciate, but it's not something that like fulfills your love type thing, you know? I think it's just because like I'm very confident in our relationship. Like I just know that nothing is going to happen like this, nothing... That's what Kate will say to me. I'm like, are you kidding me? Like nothing We're married. big enough could happen. Would it be like absolutely detrimental? Like one of us would have to die or something. But I just don't see anything like splitting us up. Yeah. And that was like Kate's thing from like very early on. Like we really just decided one day that this was it. And we were going to do the distance and we were going to make it work. And I think that really helped us on. Like we didn't think that there was an option for it not to work out. Yeah. Which I feel like is hard in some couples, and obviously there's so many different variables and factors with other couples. But for us, it was kind of like, this is what we want, and this is what it's going to be. Yeah. And we didn't really let anything stop it, yeah. which is kind of shocking, because I feel like in the military, it's a lot harder. Yeah. There was also there was multiple factors, I feel like, that were against us, so, in our 
feel like a lot of people didn't think it would last. Oh uh, my if gosh. anybody, I don't think anybody thought it was going to last. So. Nobody thought it was going to last. Yeah. And so many people will be like, I can't believe you're like, you're It's so not that they weren't supportive, but it was just like, well, it, are, you, are you really going to take it this far? Yeah. I think a lot of people were shocked. And I think, and I think it was hard because, and I feel like we've talked about this before on the podcast, but Kate and I being so young and getting married so young, we did mature a lot quicker. So a lot of our friends were not going through any of the things that we were going through. Yeah. And so I think that helped because... Yeah, still trying to get into college. So. What? Like most people are still trying to like get into college. Get into college, learn how to pay their own bills. And we were both living on our own, paying our own bills, yeah. doing all those things by ourselves. And so I think that caused us to like, quote unquote, grow up quicker. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's why it wasn't so as drastic and why we were able to make it work because we were already going through those things on our own. Where like some friends I know going from like living at home to being married has been harder because they're just not used to certain things. Yeah. But no, there's a lot of people that were like, what are you doing? But we made it work. One year down. Yeah. Forever to go. (laughs) Forever to go. All right. So to close, I just wanted to talk about really quickly the importance of supporting your spouse and learning about the things that make them like happy whether it's like love languages or not like things that really matter so like for me I really like when Cade gets me flowers that's like kind of one of my big things I don't necessarily like gifts but I really do like when he gets flowers um and I think it's just about like him being thoughtful and like thinking of me like oh this is like you know like a big deal and for Cade it's like coming home and knowing things are taken care of so like his lunch is packed in the morning the laundry his uniforms are clean stuff like that mm-hmm. And so, in your mind, Cade, how did you feel like you were able to figure out, like, okay, this is what Kenzie likes, these are the things that I like, and how do I properly tell her, like, this is how our relationship is going to be successful? Wait, so you're asking me what you like? Well, like, both. So, like, one of my things is flowers, one of your things is, like, to have things done when you come home so you're not having to think about it. Mm -hmm. But, like, how do you feel like it's the best to tell listeners, like, hey, this would be the best way in a newlywed relationship... To, like, talk about it. Like, do you feel like it's just being very open about it? Do you feel like it's, like, dropping hints? I feel like that's the easiest way to just ask somebody. But what if they're, like, I don't know? What do you mean, I don't know? What if someone's, like, "Uh, I don't really know, like, how I, like, want that. Or, like, how I want to do that. Trial and error, I guess. (laughs) That's the only thing I got for you, really. You, I'm going to just go out on a limb, I guess. Yeah. See if they like what you got them, I guess. That Well, I'm not saying it has to be, like, a gift. I'm just saying, like, and anything, like, trying to figure out how you, like... I feel like, I feel like for me, like, you kind of have to notice what the other person, like, like, you're, like when we were in the PX, yeah. day, you, we got, we went there multiple times, and you kept going towards a beach chair. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, maybe I should get her a beach chair for when she graduates. So I got her a beach chair and flowers. So I guess it's just paying attention to what the other person wants. That's a good. Uh, that's a good advice. Maybe yeah. Just writing it down or something when yeah. they say they want something. Yeah, that's like I think that's a really good advice. And my other thing is like yeah, so being attentive to like what it is, and then um, sometimes and I sometimes catch myself doing this because I will think that like this is how I want to be loved. So Kate wants to be loved the same way. But if you're like attentive of how they love you. Sometimes you're able to be like, that's maybe what they want in return. Because a lot of times we do what we want 
the other person do. And so I think Kate has been able to see, like, oh, she really likes, like, she keeps the house really clean and she likes that. So if I, like, just go and make the bed or if I just, like, go and clean up the dishes, that's what will make her happy. Mm -hmm. And I think even if you don't want to do that, you still do it. (laughs) Yes, I do. (laughs) Yeah. Well, thanks for coming on the podcast, Kate. You're welcome. I appreciate it. I hope you guys enjoyed listening to this episode, and it was really fun to kind of talk about different things that we go through, and the advice that we have, obviously, we're only one year down, so our advice is not some profound, like, information, but we are one year down, and I wanted to share what we've been able to... Mm-hmm. have work and some fun stories and then overall and so if you're listening to this and you are married or even if you're with a significant other for a long time tell us what works yeah. drop in the comments hey this was our biggest advice hey this is my love language this is what works for me and I'd love to hear I also want to hear what your biggest like reoccurring fight is I want to know what that is for us? Just for, like, anybody who's commenting, like, what is the most reoccurring... Because I feel like ours is me re-enlisting. That's something that always reoccurs. It's not really, like, a fight, but, like, it's kind of, like... It's like a back-and-forth argument. So I'm curious yeah. to see if other couples have... Oh, yeah. So, okay, if you're a military couple, is your... Because, like, so right now, Kate's... Got... No, it doesn't just have to be, like, re-enlistment, but... No, I'm saying, like, for military couples, like... Is the topic of re-enlistment a touchy subject or not? Is what yeah. I want to know. But yeah, what is your most recurring? Ours is, is Kate enlisting or not? Or re-enlisting or not? And the Xbox. Yeah, for sure. Does, I hope, I need to know this also. We have a lot of questions for the listeners. But um, are your guys' uh, significant others video gamers? Oh wait, you had that really good advice that you forgot to tell them. Time management? Yes, talk about that real quick. Um, since I'm not just a Marine in the barracks anymore, I can't, like, I can't just, like, get off at work, do my own thing, and play Xbox for as long as I want. That's just not how, that's just not how it works anymore. If you're married, like, you have to spend time with your significant other, you know? You can't just be like, oh, I want to go play Xbox right now. I want to do what I want. For nine hours. <laughs> it was my <laughs> one day. <laughs> you were gone for most of it anyway. But, yeah, it's just kind of splitting up your time and knowing what's more important and priorities. Yeah, which I think can be hard when you're, most of your friends are single and still living in the barracks or even just living at home or in their own apartments. But yeah. That's something that we've worked on and something that Cade's gotten pretty good at just because that is something I get very frustrated with is before he goes and plays Xbox, he'll be like, okay, what needs to get done? Or like, are we good? Is there, you know, and like just kind of checking in, not like a, hey, am I allowed to play Xbox? But like, hey, did we do everything? You know, because you're your own person, you're able to do what you want, but just checking in with the other person, which is something I grew up with my parents always doing, which I think is why I kind of almost like always expected it just because I always watch them check in with each other. Mm -hmm. But I think it's helped us a lot because you'll be like, okay, is there anything else I need to do? Is there anything else going on? Like, what's the plan? I think we say that to each other. What's the plan? What do you got going on? (laughs) What do we got going on today? What's the plan? So, but yeah, I think that's a big thing with time management. That's something as newlyweds we have learned that 
being able to communicate that. And it's not even like it's a long conversation. He'll like poke his head out and be like, hey, I'm going to go play Xbox. Is that good? Like, is there anything else we have going on today or tonight? You know, normally I'm either like working or catching up on TV or doing the podcast or things like that. Or I'll be like, oh, it's trash. Can you take that out first? Or things like that. And I think that helps because then I'm not expecting you to do it, but you're not just like getting on Xbox type thing. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you guys for tuning in, and the next couple of weeks we have some really exciting um, news with the podcast, and then I also just wanted to announce that um, Shay has decided to completely step away, so the podcast is just me as your host now, but I have some really excited stuff coming up this summer, and I'm sure Cade will probably come back on and... We'll see We'll see how the views are looking. <laughs> yep, so if you guys are listening, please... Tell all your friends about it so that the views are up so Kate thinks that uh, it's good for him to come back on. Absolutely. (laughs) All right. Well, thank you guys so much, and we will talk to you guys next Friday. All right. To close out the podcast, um, I have a quote to share with you guys. So it says, if a man hasn't discovered something that he will die for, he isn't fit to live. Why does that stick out to you? Um, I don't know. For I mean, I feel like you gotta have a purpose, you know. It's just kind of what living is—is is having a purpose. And what's your purpose? Um, being your husband. <laughs> <laughs> and the ring cord. Yeah, for now. For, <laughs> for now. now. For we now. should once you uh, decide on your enlistment decision. Mm-hmm. We should have a podcast about that. Oh yeah. I really want to have a recruiter on. Hopefully we can have a recruiter on so we can talk about how to enlist in the military and how that works. I think that'd be cool. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you guys so much, and we'll catch you guys next Friday. Deuces.